Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Building the Giraffe. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. And uh, we are back yet again because um, uh, for those that don't know, uh, just as a recap, <laughs> um, we have been uh, in some ways taken prisoner by, but mostly just through contractual uh, negotiation of which we are terrible at, have been made the lifelong servants of an insane billionaire who has asked us to make movies for him or pitch him movies, basically until he decides to make one of our movie ideas. Right. Um, and we've, uh, we've, if you've been listening to the podcast so far, we've gone through a slew of crazy ideas, each more crazy than the last. And this week we hope to end our eternal servitude to this man yeah. and free ourselves and maybe get our lives back. I mean, so far we've done a qu- we've done quite a few different genres and uh, right. had a couple different ideas, and some of them were big budget things, and some of them weren't big budget things, and yeah, we've tried to appeal to every sensibility that he has as just a person in general, but also as a billionaire because they like to spend money on all kinds of things like that. Absolutely. Last week we had the Hunchback of Van Damme. That didn't go so no, well. He didn't, didn't like the fact that it seemed like we were making fun of the fact that Notre Dame burnt down. Yeah. But that's his, I didn't realize this, but that's his favorite like monument in the entire world. Mm-hmm. I didn't wild. know he was a religious man. He's not. I don't uh, think he is. Well, I think I know, but I mean, it, I think he prays to one God money. <laughs> probably, probably. But even then he's like very upset that we were uh, uh, affronting the Catholic church. Yeah. But then again, they like money too, so that's maybe okay. that's why. Odd bedfellows, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this week, maybe he owns a couple cardinals. That's why. <laughs> Look, some of the shit he's into, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. Yikes. Anyway, so we we have to do this every week until he lets us go, or I assume that we die and then we're done. But no, um, well, you would think that, but uh, I saw. Hank Williams Sr. revived by Black Magic. Yeah. Last time we were I mean, there. we both did. Yeah. But. So I don't think. That was more for musical. It was, but. Stuff. We're not musicians. We're. It doesn't. I don't. Know. Listen. We're not I, even really artists, to be honest. He just kind of took us and made us do this. A real babe from the crib. Yeah. Is that the say? Yeah, yeah, like, sure, uh, stealing a baby from its crib. Oh, I got you. I thought you meant like a babe in the woods, like we're just wide-eyed, oh. doe-eyed idiots. We're both. Yeah, we okay. we were a baby, and we were both. <laughs> he so took we were, us from we the were crib. Si- right, we were simultaneously. And he put us into the woods. That's right. Uh, and then we were, were being veritably raised by wolves. <laughs> you know funny. what? All right, no more baby metaphors and parables. Uh, yeah, because why? Babies are useless for the most they part. They really are. They don't. They What's can't the fight. No. They can't fight at all. Dude, I'll be... Why a... would a wolf want a baby? Why would it want to raise a baby? Babies can't fight. They can't hunt. Well, I mean, why would you raise a cow? I don't I don't know. To eat the cow. Yeah, to eat the cow, I guess. Yeah, it's like... But dude. they, but every, every story, they always end up like hanging out. Then all of a sudden, the baby becomes the, the, the pack leader. Is he going to fuck a wolf? Look, if that's what we're going for, I don't want any part of it. But then again, that might show up sometime else in a movie yeah, we hey, make. So Jungle, Jungle Book 4. Trust me. Mowgli's Revenge. Al- Alpha 2. Ooh. <laughs> you know that big old hit Alpha? About yeah, the... Alpha and Omega? Yeah. No, no, no. The movie that came out a couple months ago, the live action uh, movie about the Native American uh, guy and his yeah, dog. I do remember that. Yeah, about the bonding of humans and wolves Ooh. over, you know, 10,000 years ago or whatever. Yeah, I didn't really see that. I just... Um... Oh, you just got the uh, audio book? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm a very busy man, and I just don't have time. Also, I don't, f- 
I feel I mean, like you're a lot less busy now that we're we're in servitude. Yes. No. I just uh, a lot of my time is spent staring at walls hmm, and coming fair. up. I I brood at least seven hours a day at a wall. That's fair. I can see that. I spend a lot of my time. Oh, I see. He's trying to segue. Uh, <laughs> that was a good, it's a good segue. Um, I have to admit. Um, this week, our movie uh, has to do with time. That's time right, itself. It does. Uh, our, our movie this week, we're, we're tentatively titling Time Train. Time Train, Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, did did you just decide that was going to be the subtitle? No, uh, yeah, that's like I think that's the I think that's going to be like the fan uh, catch line. Or... I that's full, shouldn't it be like full steam ahead of the future or something? Like yeah, that? Well, I like that a whole lot like, better. Because I was going to say Back to the Future is a franchise. Well, I don't know listen, we'll just buy Back to the Future. That's true. I guess we could do that. <laughs> Is there a law Is against it? Is this movie going to have... Are we going to buy the train from Back to the Future for this movie? Yeah, and uh, no. Okay. But maybe like we'll we'll have like a miniature of it. In, like they'll in, pass by each other? Right, like, just like, hey, how's it going? And then it's like, it's... Uh, and then you see it go off the cliff and then like just kill everyone off. <laughs> yeah, it. So. <laughs> it doesn't fly off in this right. space and time. No, that's, that shit doesn't exist. Or does it? <laughs> So, uh, you know, our idea for this is, is essentially like if you take source code and um, uh, Unstoppable, which was a Denzel Washington movie that, you know, is beloved. Um, it I is. Think in his, Chris Pine's in it as well. Chris Pine is in it. Yep, that's right. And they're on Chris f- Pine with his weird torso is running around oh. in that movie. Does he have a weird torso? Yeah, he's got a whole weird bunch of proportions going on. I he's don't like, trust him. He's like double shoulders, half waist. Yeah, he's very strange. Like, if you look at him, he just doesn't look like he's proportioned correctly. Mm. You know what I mean? God really used his broad stroke brush on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, he sure he sure did. You know, <laughs> he truly is one of God's creatures. Um, <laughs> All right, so the idea behind Time Train is we just came up with this, you know, general idea, and then we're going to build it from here. So I think the opening to it is that we come upon the scene of a train accident. Right. And Sandra Bullock, uh, who plays the main character. Yeah, we've decided that she's going to be in this, and uh, so is Matthew McConaughey. Right, sorry. Those are your uh, two intrepid leads. So she's coming in down off a helicopter. Our, our thing was that it that they hadn't really been in a movie together in a long time. Yeah, or maybe ever. I didn't check into it, um, but uh, it feels like they were. No, um, were they? Yeah, it seems like they'd have to be. There's something about They're two people who seem inextricably like they have to cross paths at some point. No, no, they they were in a uh, a rom com together. I think uh, the one where she plays the crazy lady who follows him around. I no, that wasn't that was Ryan Reynolds. Wasn't was it? it? Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up, I guess. But, right. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this is the what I'm thinking for the opening. You you search it just while I, mm-hmm. I give you this broad stroke opening. Uh, Sandra Bullock is coming down uh, in a helicopter towards the scene of this crime. Because you can tell it's a crime. Because no, no train in a movie ever derails when it's not part of a crime. Yeah, just because. Just because. I mean, cr- crimes, crimes and trains go together. Robbing trains, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. blowing up trains, trains, 
hijacking trains. Yeah. So she she lands on the ground and she they start investigating and doing their investigating shit. You know, people are spraying uh, solvents on things and holding black lights up to stuff. I'm like, oh, there was blood on this when it's obviously like there's a lot of blood everywhere. Right, every all <laughs> over the fucking place. <laughs> so, which is always one of those strange things in movies where I'm like, why? Well, you could have just, I mean, you're stepping in it. You just, anywhere. It doesn't matter. Just, I just can't wipe. believe that there's blood everywhere. <laughs> like, really? Really? Because, like, six people got murdered here. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised there isn't blood everywhere. Right. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, I'm like, what, what, what happened here? And then she touches, uh, she touches the, the break of the, train because yeah. all you know the entirety the entire front of the train is is warped and melted and exploded and in that second she she's warped back to someone on the train i'm feeling like she she was on the train um either that or she's just on the train no no i i think that this is this is more or should she should she just be on the train from the beginning it's a it's a soft open Sandra Bullock is going towards an undisclosed destination. Uh, no, I think this is no, no, no. She she does get to the crime scene, and she touches the train handle, and then it explodes. Like the train explodes. Oh, the again, explodes. Yeah, like because it's burning or whatever, and there's wreckage everywhere. They like they don't think it's unsafe, but they don't know. So she's up there. And she touches the train handle, explodes. She dies. Right. But then she wakes up in her bed the next day. Uh, because they they they're on the trail of this guy, this uh, train hijacker. Right. So they're they're going to get this guy. Right. But they don't know when he's going to wreck the train or whatever. It's just it happened that day, and right. so having the train explode and kill her, she's brought back to the beginning of that day. And I guess that's where our story kind of branches uh, takes off from. Yeah, I think she wakes up. You don't know what's going on because mm-hmm. why the fuck is she all of a sudden in her bed or whatever? Right. But she doesn't know anything about this yet. This is just her waking up for her normal routine. Right. She gets dressed, puts on her uniform or whatever. But what kind? Of, um, is it like a lot of? Well, leather? she's got the. No, <laughs> if you wanted to be, <laughs> I was just thinking the normal FBI like uh, the standard rolled up sleeves, button down T shirt, and flak jacket. Okay. Yeah. Leather oh, pants though. Oh, definitely leather pants. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's like a uh, badass. You know, well, yeah, and she doesn't follow normal FBI regulations because yeah. she's such a she's a loose cannon. Yeah, exactly. She's a shoot from the hip kind of girl, right? Um, they were in a time to kill together. Oh, that's very filling, fitting. That's very filling and very fitting. Um, yeah, that's the one. So they were in the John Grisham movie together. Cool. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We all so listen. We, I can recite all John Grisham books and movies by heart. Yeah, let's do it together right now. I hope. I, yeah, I did it. No, hope they burn in hell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the only thing. I Yeah, no, from. same. Uh, that was a lie. <laughs> I told a very large lie. Anyway, so she she puts on her her pants two legs at a time. She just she just jumps right. She in just them. jumps right into them. She buttons it up, and then she she has that weird deja vu moment. Where the the music cuts out and that's that high pitched string is, yeah. And she's like, "Wait, did this just happen?" And then the string cuts out and then she's like, "Nah, yeah, no big deal, whatever." Right. Uh, the the thing about this is that it's 
it's unpredictable because you have to show a couple of times this failing. Right. So there, you should have, I guess, three different loops that this takes place in. One of them, she always dies when she gets to the crime scene. Right. The next one, she always dies like when she gets on the train or whatever because it'll wreck in a different place in each of these. Oh, loops, so she gets on the train in one of the loops. She asked. Well, yeah, she asked you. Oh, like so she realizes gonna... that she's in a loop. Though. No, not yet. Not yet. No. No, no, no. This has to happen like three different ways. Oh, so okay. So she based is, on as where part... the train is going to crash, she has done three different versions of this. Got it. So what the idea is is the first one is that uh, she doesn't get on the train in that. It one. crashes. She's already like she has to like go and investigate, like, investigate, and then she dies there. Right. The second one is that as part of her job to investigate, she gets on the train yeah. to hopefully thwart him. She dies. And then the third one, because yeah, she's she's on it when it crashes. Maybe the second, maybe the third one. No, the second one, she's all she is on it when it crashes. Right. But she gets there by a helicopter, so she gets right. on the train by a helicopter. And then the third one <laughs> so, so. is the third one is that that she. So wait, is the train moving and the helicopter is like pulling yeah, up action, onto it and then just like yeah, yeah, it's an action thing. She she's just like jumps down onto it and like the conductor's like you can't land here. She's like FBI. Oh, no, because at that point, there is no conductor. Oh. Matthew McConaughey has taken over the train. Right. Oh. He's the hijacker. Got they're it. trying to catch him. So the whole point of this is they're trying to catch him. Got him. Yeah. But they, they don't know. She doesn't know she's stuck in a time loop until right. when we okay, get so to they, the point. Okay, so they actually know that he has hijacked yeah, the train so we're in when the they middle get on of, the train. Yeah, this is the middle of an active investigation into a guy who hijacks trains. Right. Whatever. The first one is that he is con- he has completed his thing and has... Right. Has crashed the train and now she dies at that that thing. Right. The, the second, second one, one is, is she gets on the train successfully, knows that he's on there and is right. trying to stop him. Right. Uh and then the third one, uh I don't know how I don't know how this will work, but I'd have to think that maybe she gets to the place when he's getting on the train and tries to stop him, but she gets hit by a train. On yeah, the tracks. yeah, no, because no. because he's like because he's running across the yeah, yeah. the rail yard, and she's like, "Stop, FBI!" Yeah, and, he, and, then, and he's boom. like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, you'll never catch me, right? <laughs> exactly. So he has, and to then do boom, that, and she, she gets hit, hit by a train, a like, freight train, too, yeah. like mm-hmm. big, mm-hmm. fat face, like, and she just gets yeah. a, like red just mist, obliterated, yeah. boom. Yeah. So, and that will probably lead us. Probably into the middle to the late of the first act. I, no, the middle of the first act. Yeah, I want to say. So, from that point, I feel like, like we we have to see her get killed the three different ways. Exactly, I agree with that. We don't introduce. We don't. You don't even get to see Magic McConaughey. You just see this crazy guy like running all crazy. You look at he has a very tall. Yeah, he has condu- a very tall conductor's hat on. Right. Uh, so it's a normal conductor's hat, but if someone added a lot of length to like it, like if you added, if you were made a chef's hat, like a comical chef's hat, into a conductor's. Right. Hat, that's exactly, that's what, exactly it what it looks like. And he's just like running around the yeah. wheel. And he was, like, his like arms are like he has, flailing like, out. The big overalls too. Yeah. Like. He looks like a train conductor. <laughs> yeah, he's like, but he like because he's crazy. So of course he thinks that's how a train conductor <laughs> still looks. <laughs> All I'm thinking is just like he's wearing the striped shirt yep. mm-hmm. and the striped hat, yep. the big old and, overalls. Yeah, just like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep, running around, like, like oh, arms no. akimbo, like 
<laughs> swinging about. He should never be able to get away from this lady, but for some reason he moves preternaturally fast, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> he's able to, like, he has, like, grossly long legs yeah. where he's able to step over railroad ties yeah. quite easily. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, like, it's like those, whenever they do that in, like, horror movies or, like, right. thrillers where, like, it seems should like... Should he, like, get on his back and then, like, start, like, spider crawling? Nah, that's crawling. too much of a... That's, okay. that's too much, for, I think, at that moment in time. <laughs> that's a little heavy-handed for the beginning. <laughs> So you have to show that she gets killed these ways or whatever. Right. Uh, okay. So I'm into that. Then the next, like the the one that when she gets onto the train. Okay. So the train yard's the second one. The third one has to be the helicopter one. Right. So she's getting closer and closer to him as right. these loops go on. And I feel but like, it, but the loop it, she could never predict it because right. she's not. She doesn't know she's part of it yet, but she will know at some point. I I feel in the, I feel when the fourth loop begins, she has realized she's in a loop. Yeah, this because this is what we're gonna do is is that we're gonna have it where she lands with the helicopter or she gets off the helicopter onto the train. She gets right, in the but train. that's when the loop begins. Is that she fell asleep on the helicopter? Okay. To okay, so she get... wakes up en route to yes the thing. The other one at the train yard begins. She gets she at the sees beginning him. of the day. No, no, she's it begins in her car. She sees him at the train yard because she fell asleep in her car. Yeah, because she was a uh, stakeout the night before. Right. There you go. She wakes up there. The other one where she gets blown up is always she's in her bed waking up, right. starting her day. So, so the first that one to is... The new, she wakes up to the news that the train has crashed or whatever. Right. And then she's going to investigate yeah. it. And, and then, then she dies that way. Right. And then it, it brings her back to... Well, no, she, she can't... Uh, I feel that... What, well, she doesn't know yet. Right. Right. So when she's on the helicopter and the third one, she right. gets off, she gets on the train. Right. Then she's on the train and it's kind of, you know, she has her gun out and she's like walking down the thing and it's a passenger car. Right. Uh, and, you know... Oh, the lights are flickering. The lights like, are flickering and then all, there's a guy there who... He's kind of a wizened old gentleman. Right. Exactly. Um, he's like, this has happened for a while. I was like, oh, you finally made it. Yeah. Oh, my old so-and-so. Yeah, you finally made you it. You finally made it. Yeah. And it's, in fact, the Phantom Thread. Yeah. So, in case you don't know this, TJ Moneybags. Who bought. is the crazy billionaire that owns our souls right. for this and moment. Also so. bought Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. He bought him lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah, he actually owns this human being, the greatest actor maybe of our generation he or is any generation. All, all time. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. So Daniel Day, he forces Daniel Day-Lewis in his weird yeah. Machiavellian way to play the char- the main character from the Phantom Thread, the Phantom Thread, yeah. but he must, that character must play the other characters in his right. movies. So imagine, imagine Daniel Day-Lewis playing the Phantom Thread character from the movie, the Phantom Thread. Right. Only now that character is an actor playing a character in another movie. Right. It's, there's a lot of levels to this. Yeah. Listen, as time goes on, you'll get along no, with it. It'll be fine. Look, nobody likes it, but we're, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And he has made us do this. And also he owns this person who's going to be in these movies. Right, yeah. So, you know, just get used to it. But I'm Daniel Deleuze is a consummate professional. That's so true. And he will do what is asked. So that's because exactly right. he mm-hmm. signed a contract and that's just the way it is. Did, did he sign a contract or was he just bought outright? Again, I don't know what's in that safe in his That's office fair. that tells that has our contract in it. So, the time you know. safe. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how it works. Yeah. Maybe maybe there is a time safe. That'd be that'd be cool. Anyway, so I back to the so uh, the wizened old man uh, in the He's flickering like, light car. Sit, sit, 
sit please my old so-and-so and she's like who are you and she's like he's like it's oh. like we don't have time this happens all, like you know he's been through this quite a lot he's like this happens all the time yeah and it, it always happens yeah it never happens and right it's going to keep happening yeah and he keeps he's like talking very cryptically and she doesn't understand why right. and he keeps he's he's basically like he's been through this thousands of times right and i feel that the conversation kind of goes on so long that she dies when they're in the middle of the conversation yeah and she wakes up on the helicopter again yeah and when she lands you know she has to she has to fight through the people like some people no no she she has to make her way through the cars again and then she gets to that uh that flickering light car again and he's like so good to see you my old friend yeah right and and it's clear that this has happened so many times that he is trying to like make it like so she understands but right. she never understands so he's now trying to go about it a different way right that he thinks based on doing this so many times and having access to this time loop right that the best way that he can help her fix this is by taking himself out of the time loop Right. Which would replace himself with her. Exactly. So what he does is, I think, uh, the dialogue should kind of go something like this. She's, she's like, you know, like, why haven't you... you if, the, if you've experienced this so many times, why haven't you called the police? And he's like, but who would believe me? Right. And she's uh, like... Do you think I didn't try that already? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And or then, what, no, he goes, he says, why do you think you're here? Like, there yeah, we go. Okay. I like that yeah, a lot yeah. more. Uh, and then she's like, uh, well, then why didn't you do anything? It's like... I did do something. I brought you here, my friend. Yeah. And she's like, well, will you help me? And you're like, no, this is where I get off. And then he pulls out a gun out of nowhere and, and shoots, shoots himself. himself in the head. Yeah. yeah. Covering her in blood. She's shocked uh, right. by all this. And then, and then the train crashes. The train crashes, again. explosion. She's dead. But she wakes up again. And in her, in her bed, though, this is Ooh, another one. Like okay. she's back at this one. She wakes up, but she remembers that this guy shot himself in front of her. Right. She wakes up to the news this train has crashed, and she's like, what the fuck? I was on. That was right. the train. No, and she's like, oh, it must have been a crazy dream or whatever. Right. And so she goes down there. She follows the same thing. She kind of is like, like should I touch the handle? I feel like something right. bad's going to. And then she yeah. touches it anyway. Boom, Boom. She's dead. Wakes up. Uh, she's in her car. Right. Um, and then that's Matthew McConaughey just yeah. like running around. With his right. And she's, she's like, what the fuck? And she gets out of her car, of course, she's going to chase and, him. And she like starts shooting at him. Yeah. And like all her bullets like whiz or miss. Yeah. Or all over the place. Zing into something. Yeah. So like I also want one to ricochet and it ricochets and it like clips his jacket. Yeah. But it like no blood just because he he's he's very agile and nimble. It so clips, he's it able to. His, uh, it clips his overalls, so like now one of the uh, straps is broken. Yeah, he, he's just like, Whoa, but it, he doesn't <laughs> yeah, even know. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> yes, this is great. Like, like this is oh, pure hell hero. Yeah, well, this is great. <laughs> oh, this is great, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets hit by the train. Boom. Then <laughs> she wakes up in the helicopter again. And then she's like starting to be like, what the fuck? You know, kind of like, like she's that. she's starting to get a You're little to get bit the, the groundhog dayish part of it, the, the source code part of it coming in. But she but as opposed to those, she is unaware completely. Right. She just knows that this train like, is about is, to crash, is going to crash. So I feel that when uh, the phantom thread kills himself, that's the end of our act one. And so this uh, this new and two begins the trial and error portion. Exactly. Where 
she realizes this is going to happen over and over. Uh, she's now getting off the helicopter onto the train. Um, so th- she keeps trying different things. Um, some of the train doors are locked, you know, right. things like that. Uh, it's a very, it's a pretty long train. She's she, to... she goes onto one of the cars and like, they're all filled with like mannequins. Oh yeah. Of course you got to add this like weird horror element. Oh to yeah. It. Well, a, a madhouse element, if you will. Absolutely. And, uh, she, she gets to the surveillance car and then she sees like a bunch of, uh, vagrants and vagabonds drive up alongside it, uh, in cars and jump on. And then like she's a, like, uh, like a Mad Max type. Exactly. Like and then she has to fight through because obviously the surveillance car is in the back of the train yeah, or the middle and she needs to get to the front. So she has to fight her way through. Yeah. She, well, she, okay. So one of these has to be that she goes to the surveillance car for a specific reason. Right. Like during she needs one to of find these, out who's in front. Yeah. That's what it is. So she's trying to figure that out. Then in the camera, she sees the vagrants pull up. Right. Um, and then, she gets killed like, by the vagrants. Yeah. Well, yeah, they pull up and then they're coming for her and she's still like, I got to find out who, cause she knows she's going to come back. Right. So she's like, I got to find out. And she like presses one of the buttons and then it's, there's a picture of the engine and then Matthew McConaughey kind of turns over his shoulder and waves at her. Yeah. And then the vagrants kill her. Very, uh, what is it? Funny games. Yeah. Very exa- funny yeah, games. Right, exactly. So the vagrants kill her. Then she wakes up and she's, um, she's in her car again. Right. And this time she's like, she's like, is this the, is that the guy? Like, he's the, who I'm chasing. Like, right. clearly, she got a good look at him. Right. Except this time, it's weird because she wakes up in her car and she goes out and she's expecting to see McConaughey. Right. But he's, but he's not, not there. there. Right. So she she does she retraces her step through the the train yard and she gets hit and killed by the train again. Yeah. It's like out of nowhere. Like she did. Oh no! She's trying to retrace her steps to the train yard. Her foot gets stuck in the tracks. The old trope. Yep. Oh, you gotta classic. use it. We gotta use it. I, I'm sorry. It's a it's a time train. You gotta use time it. Time train. So then she wakes up again on a helicopter, um, right? Which is good for so her because I mean that's the that's the the best starting point for her. Yeah. Right. Because she can get on the train. Right. The problem is, is that I feel like every time that she starts it again, no matter which day it is, yeah. something is different about it. Yeah. Slightly, or at least you know, like there's a new danger or a new whatever. Right, that so she has to contend with, but the same sort of thing plays out broadly, but there's smaller details are different. Right, so <laughs> I also want uh, so some of the madhouse uh, carriages, of course, is we have the the mannequins, mm. we have a carriage full of birds, doves flying mm. in slow motion, because mm-hmm. um, it's not obeying the laws of time. That's right, yeah. uh, and then sometimes they move backwards. And then they move forward like normal speed again, and then they move backwards. Is even it based further. on how she's moving? No, not no, at all. She's a, like it's just a random right. It's just and then like she touches one and she can't like move it because it's it's out of time. They're yeah. displaced in time. Uh, and then another one is uh, two samurai in full samurai gear fighting. Oh, it's like the it's like Westworld only. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's exactly right. I I didn't even realize that, but yeah, sure, it's like Westworld. Um, uh, and then she has to kill one of the samurai because their samurai fight ends. And then the samurai is like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and he's and she's like, oh shit! And then she has to shoot and kill him. And there's no resolution to that. Like we're not really sure. Yeah, one, and then the lights flicker again, and then yeah, both you're the samurai going for are gone. Like a weird David Lynchy and yeah. sort of uh, whatever. Uh, except like ish, it's a little bit more uh, like that psychological mm-hmm. horror. It's not necessarily Lynchian, but I would say. The lights flicker again, and then the samurai are gone. 
and then it's uh it's people on a carriage and like everyone's like sleeping and they're just normal people or and, what if it's the um or or the lights flicker the samurai gun but all the people on there are dead yeah like, like that one, she yeah. shot them all basically yeah. yeah and then like so she like she she gets really scared by this and she runs back to one of the previous carriages and it's just all the normal people like people like look at her like why the fuck did you just like run in here yeah and all the people are normal and then she rushes back to the one where she shot and killed all the people and all the people are normal yeah right and then she like uh at that point she runs runs back to the surveillance thing and right. and, and she's trying to see if she can contact Matthew McConaughey's well, character but she can't yeah but but he's still there he's He's now in a chair, and he's kind of cross-legged, and yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. that he's like power her, pose. Right, yeah. He's looking straight at the camera, and he, he, when she switches to the camera and she zooms in on him, he does, he does, he brings his hand up and he does one of these like finger yeah, the waves. Finger waves, yeah, right. Like, like out, hello. And, like, and uh, it has audio. Like yeah. she can, she can hear him, but he can't hear her. He's like, and he starts, he says something like, "Not so easy, is it?" And then. Right. <laughs> Like it just like blows up again. <laughs> then there's one like a, at least one point when she's on the helicopter, she gets on the train. There has to be where she's getting closer to him, and one of the train cars just is full of bombs. <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's bombs entirely... that she cannot defuse because because right. they're all tied together, and yeah. then she has to. Or he gives her like something where he's like, he's like, I got faith in you this time. You're gonna make it. And then then she like she gets there, and or he says like something like. He's like the one. The only problem is, is that one of these cars is full of bombs, but only one of them disarms all of them, or whatever. Right. So then there's a whole. But it's a trap. Like right. none of them actually. Yeah, just by them, opening the door, yeah, she just, sets them all yeah, off right, and she dies. Right. So she has to climb up. So she she has to do out, that classic trope yeah. of trains where she has to, to climb, climb up on, on top, top. Up, and she has to, and then there's a tunnel, and then she has to like drop down. Yeah. And then she has to get up, and she's she's past that, and that's when you get into the. There's gonna be one part where she thinks she can save the people on the train, so she tries to disconnect one of the cars. Right, but she, she ends up falling off and killing dying. Right, and then she has to go like. T- then she has to literally kill herself yeah. two more times to get back onto the helicopter. There's gonna and be. Then a you have, you there's have definitely a, a part when when she climbs back up onto the up onto the train car right. that she is like looking behind her, and then she looks in front of her, and then it's a camera like the POV shot of a, a concrete barrier coming towards her and that just goes to black and then she's wakes up again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many things you can do with this that right. in the second act that, cause it's only going to be, what do you think? What are we shooting for? Are we shooting for a two hour? Or are we shooting for like an hour, an hour and 45? An hour, yeah. Hour 45. All right, yeah. So you got a pretty good beefy second act that you can get through oh, like yeah. with all kinds of crazy trial and error shit. So, Till you get to the third act where where you start seeing her. You have the confrontation. Right. But that comes at the like towards I would say mid to late third act. Okay, so so then end of second act is her finally figuring out all the like most of the tricks and trades. Yeah. Like uh, she's I, kinda I, figuring out that like something's different every time. Right. And whatever. I, There's I, also gonna be a moment in the second act, like probably halfway through, where she has some self doubt that this is never gonna end. Right. In uh, you know, she just like so and just I think, starts fucking like doing like, you know, the Bill Murray thing where he just right. starts going crazy and doing all kinds of weird shit just to see if it works. Right. So I feel that that happens that like self reflection period is the uh is the real end of the second act. And 
the catalyst that changes it from the oh, second yeah, okay. to the so third that's, act. That's her like getting like, she's like, all right, keep it together. We can do this. We can figure it out. Right. Going into the third act. Means well, no, she sees the, like just after spending so many days, like either dying some days she doesn't die, but when she falls asleep that day, that counts. Oh, as... She always dies. Oh, okay. She always dies. It has to happen. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like uh, I mean, a piano matter. falls yeah. on her. She gets electrocuted. Yeah. She always ends up dying one right. way or the other. Even when the one where she wakes up in her own bed and she goes to the place where the train already crashed, she right. dies anyway. It doesn't right. matter. If she uh, tries to avoid it. She dies. If she does, someone else she touches, like even if she doesn't touch the handle, someone else touches the handle and then it explodes. Yeah. Or if she tries to avoid it altogether, something else happens. Like a dies. rebar shoots through her yeah. chest and mm-hmm. kills her. Yeah. Um, so. What happens is she, after a lot of the times of just like her sitting in the bed, it, it, it does the, the weird, like dark panning shot of showing you, Hey, a lot of time has passed. There's several loops that have been going through and she just has this deadpan look on her face. And then finally one morning she wakes up and it's the morning of the, the crash and she sees it and she's like, fuck, you know what? This is the one where it ends. Uh, or this is the, the the arc loop where it ends. So she, she kills herself twice real quick. To, uh, so she well, no, can no, get I think, a... I think no, that doesn't work either okay. because I think what you need is her to be despaired and then because she's a person who puts her pants on two legs at a time, as That's right. established, is that she can do whatever she wants to and she has that like moment where she like, she's like, well, if I can't escape it and I can't do it on any of these other days or whatever, then now I have to like, now I have to figure it out. Right, now I have right. to, like, maybe she, when she turns on the television that morning, as she always does, uh, she looks at it and she sees something in the wreckage that she didn't see before. And so that's what she's like. She's like, wait, that maybe that's it. And she goes down there and she finds it. Of course she dies, but it's kind of like a clue as to how she can get to him. Right. And because of that, that's the second act, the third act transition. Yeah. The third for third so first the, part of the third act leading into the, the middle of the third act. Yeah. It's like the second, it's the end of the second act despair into the third act. Like Eureka, Triumph, like or, Eureka moment right. of like, okay, now like then you can lead towards the actual ending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I feel that because she has that Eureka moment, she's finally able to, make it to the front of the train. And that's when our, our true first confrontation, Yeah, the first first one. Nice. uh, Yeah. The first confrontation occurs where she, she opens the, uh, the conductor or the engine room and uh, Matthew McConaughey is sitting there in a chair and, you know, the camera is above him. And uh, obviously the entire train is uh, lit in red light Mm -hmm. and the glow of the coal engine is behind him. Uh, backlighting him and he's like and that's when he breaks out the the classic line time is a flat circle <laughs> things happen what is, over do we want to do and, that or do we want to be like uh like do we want to change it slightly to like time time is on a track to match like the train yeah i like know? that i like that i was like time is set in its track yeah like a train moving ever onward mm-hmm. it, the train can't change where it's going Nobody can. All we can do is maybe push it off the rails. Yeah, and then that's boom, boom, boom yeah. So then after that, she's like, "This fucker." She, she this fucker. That's when she like shoots herself twice to get back to it. Right. But she also comes to the realization that at that point that 
even getting in there, no matter what, she isn't going to be able to stop this. Right. So she has to figure out a better way, a faster way to do what she needs to do. So she tries her best to like fly the helicopter into the train, like engine. Yeah. That doesn't work. She just wakes up again. Like, so it crashes into it and then, uh, it's, it tore into the thing, but Matthew McConaughey is there sitting in his chair and they make eye contact and then he winks at her and then it explodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. So like this keeps happening over and over. Like, you know, she's still determined. She knows she can get to him now. Right. She knows what's going on. So I think, what she does is that she does successfully she figures out that if you if you take the uh the cars off the engine yeah. like if you disconnect them that the engine's going so fast that it won't be able to hit it'll miss the target of whatever he's running into right like it'll just get past it so she can actually confront him right. so that'll be the final time she disconnects all the train cars from the engine and then she like opens the door and she's like, I got you, you son of a bitch. You can't right. escape me this time because you won't ch- be able to hit the whatever he's running into. So thing. Do, is that a confrontation where we want to flip the script? And when she finally opens the door and be like, I got you, you son of a bitch. It's like a white room, like a an oddly white room. And then Matthew McConaughey's there. and He's like, surprise. Boom. Um. Do we want to do that, or That's, do I, I just just throw in the air that idea? Because I think that she should be able to confront him in the train. Okay, that's fine. And then she shoots him. Okay, and it appears like right. that's she, when she, so she she shoots him. That's when it fades to white. Right. And then, then like after that, we go. It it kind of comes back in, and it he's in the like he's sitting in the passenger car now. Right. And that's when, like, he's talking straight into the camera. You hear a helicopter coming. He's like, time is on the track. Yeah, he does. He sort of reprises that a little bit and then starts laughing. And then 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 it it pans pans up. up, And uh, there's a A hole through his giant conductor hat. (laughs) Because she, apparently she shot him in the head. Yeah. But uh, because she shot him in the head... During that uh, during that final confrontation, I feel like she should shoot him, and then she's able to stop the train, and then she gets off the train, and the train is stopped, and then like her boss comes and says, "Oh, you did a real good job! Like you're gonna get a medal for this." And then uh, she goes home and she goes to sleep. This is the first time that she's able been able to go to sleep, and then it fa- does that white fade out, and then you. And then the, you're on the, him. The, the pickup is is him, and you hear the helicopter. Right. So you think that she's done it, and then yeah, it fades to white when she goes to sleep. Then it's on him, and then you hear the helicopter, and he reprises sort of his speech or whatever. Right. And then you see that she shot him like through the conductor hat. Right. Completely missing any vital organs. Right. And that conductor hat, uh, he takes it off, and what's underneath? <laughs> What's underneath? Well, devil horns, of course. Okay, that's Because right. he's the devil. This is hell. It's been a parable the whole time. Nice. I love it. I love it. Because, <laughs> look, if there's one thing I know from watching thousands of hours of entertainment over my life, yeah. like tens of thousands. So that's why that's why his hat can stay upright for so long. Yeah, exactly. He's got big old devil horns in there. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's why he likes being in that red room. It makes him look like he's a white guy. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, listen. <laughs> Jesus. So he takes but it I'm off. Saying, he, he, I think yeah. he takes it off and he does one of those like uh 
like, oh, I tip my hat to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he puts it, like, he weirdly puts it back, back and on. Sh- shimmies it over his horns again. The hole's gone. Right. The hole's gone. And then and he, he, like, walks off to the engine room, basically. That's right. And then... And then it pans to the passengers behind him, and they're all dead. Or no, no, it pans to the passengers behind him. She's there. Right. But she's taken the actual place of the fandom thread. Right. The door on top of the car opens. Another person drops down and she says, like, oh, I've been waiting for you, you know, or something Yeah, I've like been that. waiting and for you. And that's the end. We don't show who it is who drops in. Uh, it's just a, it's a brunette and she, yeah. she is wearing a Kevlar vest. Oh, that's what it is. You don't even show Sandra Bullock yet. You do a back shot of this person dropping in. She stands up and then you move you, the camera over. And over this woman's shoulder, you see Sandra Bullock sitting in a the train car seat. Oh, I was going to do an off-screen voiceover, uh, or an off-screen uh, voice, where she, Sandra Bullock says it. You don't see Sandra Bullock. No. So it drops, the person, the girl drops down, and you think that it's Sandra Bullock, but... Oh, uh, that's why I was saying. You do it so you think it's her, but then right. you move the camera slightly, and she's sitting oh, in I, front of her. I was just going to do, uh, it says like, oh, you're finally here. And the girl turns around, and you realize it's not Sandra Bullock. I don't even want to show her face. Okay. I'd rather enough. do it that Sandra Bullock was there, Okay, or just cut to black and have Sandra Bullock say that, and then that's the end of it. I like the cut the, cut to black okay. one more. That works. That's fine with me. But as I was saying, is after watching tens of thousands of Alice in Entertainment, That's right. uh, I've never once been insulted by a religious parable no, not uh, at parading all. as anything else. <laughs> so yeah, they're just. On I a, think people are usually pretty happy about that happening. Absolutely, they're they're all on a slow train to hell. That's right. They're, I mean, look, it's it is a bit Twilight Zoney. I will give you that. Yeah, but I think it has enough legs with all the different scenes of uh, death and whatever that we can get mm-hmm. um, that. It'll set itself apart enough. I, I think. feel like I feel the same. Just because a lot of people love people loved the Devil's Advocate, Al Pacino, his speech at the end of the Devil's Advocate. He's an absentee landlord, you know, like that. That's <laughs> yeah. like, people um, love property law in a <laughs> in a supernatural thriller. That's exactly right. <laughs> So, Especially so, when it pertains to God. Right. So in his final reprise of the speech then, should he be like, God's throne is empty? Like, should it have one of those oh, little boy, things? I don't know. That, well, I mean, or is that a little too on the nose? Like, mm-hmm. like, there are no gods or man here, only devils. And then he takes his, his hat off, and he has the devil horns, and then he puts it back on, and then he walks off. Oh, he should say something like, uh, God's asleep at the wheel and then pulls his head off and goes, but I'm not. And then, yeah, yeah, I like that a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because then you could you could spin it where maybe it's not necessarily a romant, uh, romantic, <laughs> a, a religious <laughs> parable yeah. or a romantic parable by any means. But it would allow people to have that cognitive dissonance of uh, thinking that it's not a religious parable. Well, that's true. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like Jesus Christ Superstar. I think that you definitely have to at some point you definitely at some point have to work in him telling her multiple times that something that she's not doing would be a lot cooler if she did it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I see you went through that door this time. Be a lot cooler if you came in through the roof. Yeah, right? There's something like that. And then you always have because you have to make him 
Uh, you know, and then when she unhooks the car's throat, you just get all right, all around. All right. <laughs> no, that's what it is. She's like, I finally got you, son of a bitch. And he starts going, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right, all right. And she shoots There we him. go. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, um... I feel like look, I love a good callback in a movie, I, and everyone <laughs> references that callback. I'm gonna just say thousands of times a day because they really, <laughs> all really right, are all right, it. all right. So I think if you put that in there, it's a good one, especially if somebody shoots him right afterwards. Even better. <laughs> I feel like he should break out. Uh, yeah, he should definitely break out almost in every interaction. Be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I think 90% of his dialogue should be that in this movie. Um, oh, I see you didn't go. I see you went to the surveillance car. Wish you're up here. It'd be a lot cooler, cooler if you, you did. did. <laughs> I wish you killed all. Uh, man, you didn't kill any vagrants in your last loop. Be a lot cooler, cooler if you, you did. did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and they, then she's like, <laughs> then one of the times when she's running across the rail yard and shooting at him, she's like, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch. And he's like, feel like horror if you did. Like, I'm real far away. Feel like horror if you did. she gets hit by a fucking freight train. <laughs> so, there we go. That's the levity that I was looking for in yeah. this movie. You need, a, you need like a couple like good laughs, like good belly laughs in there. So otherwise it's a little over serious. Especially if you want to cut, you want to cut the you know right. acid of the the fucking uh, religious aspect. Of right. It. Nobody sees the religion when it's bundled with comedy. Exactly. Yeah. We've all seen the gods must be crazy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on to uh, now that we figured that out, mm-hmm. um, we need to move on and figure out who's going to direct this. Right. Um, obvious choices, M. Night Shyamalan, because uh, he can't stop himself from these types of things. That's right. Uh, Michael Bay also comes to Michael mind. Michael Bay would be good. Maybe like a, a team up between yeah. him and M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, you brought it up, so I'm just going to take it straight from your mouth. David Lynch. Yeah, I mean, I, if he would do it. I think he would. Okay. If you paid him in solely peanuts, he would do it. Mm, yeah, that's true. You have to meet his terms. Right. So weird ass thing. Um, so, I mean, I feel that's a wild card factor in budgeting because of that. Like he could ask for like the, the antlers of 50 deer or like the shroud of Turin. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a real, it's a real monkey's paw. Yeah. Man. Like, <laughs> like it's a whole mixed bag. That you get yeah. him. Um, so you're not sure what you're going to get. Um, who else am I thinking? I would love to see, how Wes Anderson would fucking take on this movie. Ooh, I was going yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you because I was going to uh, say Richard Kelly, but... Ooh, I like that. Either way, I'm fine. So so we got to decide. Let's break it down to two. I, I, let's just go with Wes Anderson or, right. or, or David Lynch. All right, Depending, like uh, let's say uh, Wes Anderson is our high-end budget because at least we know what he'll want. Right. David Lynch is our low-end budget because we have no fucking So time. for him, it would really be like so what do you think a, a mix of Low-end budget is going to be this time. Uh, low-end budget is going to be hmm, probably because you're going to need a lot of trains um, or just one train that you can just keep blowing up again and again. And there's a lot of VFX. I'd say maybe 250 mil. Okay. Plus. Uh, Whatever David Lynch wants. Yeah, like a box of soft-shelled crabs. <laughs> and the 
in the in the the and saltwater taffy to go yeah, with it, and one and a piece of the one true cross. Right, <laughs> Jesus um, Christ, <laughs> literally. Um, well, no, that would be actually. I'm pretty sure that's what David Lynch would ask for was a box of saltwater shell- taffy, mm-hmm. a box of salt shelf crabs, and then a piece of the one true cross yeah. because it's a religious movie. And he wants to have that dichotomy. And also, I'm pretty sure that he thinks that he can carve that piece of the cross into a stake to kill a vampire, because I think he believes in vampires. Right. <laughs> and I believe that. Um, so I'm going to say that high end. So Wes Anderson, I don't think he commands that big of a director's fee. No, no. That was I strictly think, from VFX right, and yeah, SF. But I think that for the high end with the VFX uh, if we want to go mostly practical, because I feel like why not? Yeah, if we can do you it, can. you know. So then this is high. Yeah, this is high. So uh, uh, seven hundred million dollars. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I was thinking, but only like yeah. five million of that goes to to him to Wes Anderson. Yeah, the rest is well. You're gonna need a new train every time you blow it up. That's oh, I know. At least We're twenty need trains, hundreds of trains. <laughs> That's at least this is gonna so, go. Yeah, so that's twenty loops at least, and then you're probably gonna need to do at least seven or eight reshoots per loop. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of trains. That's yeah, a lot I'm, of trains. I'm, I, look, the train industry, I feel like, isn't doing that well these days. Well, this this could revitalize this could really the train. Revitalize the, yeah, the rails across America, my friend. Yo, that's what we need. The I want the Intercontinental those... Railroad's making a comeback. We're going to do it single-handedly. Ulysses S. Grant is rising from his grave. Yeah. <laughs> Just like how we are going to rebuild Notre Dame, we're going to rebuild the American train system. Nice. Uh, who's scoring this? Oh, Jesus. Um... Hans Gruber? Um, wait, Hans. Hans. No, yeah, we're going to get the character of Hans Gruber. We're going to revive Alan Rickman. Make him dress up as the character of Hans Gruber. <laughs> and then tell him he has to score a movie called Time Train. <laughs> that he's going to kill himself again. He's going to kill himself uh, so he can go back to the Holy sweet shit. release of death. Then we're going to have to hire somebody else. Right, so I was thinking actually Hans Zimmer. Uh, Hans Zimmer is fine. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> let's see, let's see how the Alan Rickman thing works out. Yeah, all right, that's then fair. So those are our the, two: Hans yeah. Gruber and Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. We got the double Hans. Two Hans. Hans squared. Hans. Yeah, it's either Hans Solo or Hans. Oh, Tom. hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, that's good. That's really we, good. I think Time Train is the winner. I think it is too. I think well, that's the horse I'm gonna bet on. Me too. If there's if there is a horse named Time Train on any horse race, put a couple bucks on it for me. If you see it, right. I'll pay you back later. <laughs> if you uh, if you get win on it, especially, please let us know. I mean, yeah, because Time Train is a winner, so yeah, it's a winner, in first place. Yeah. Also, if it places or shows, don't fucking call don't us. yeah don't don't bother me with that shit. I don't need that two dollars and thirty cents. <laughs> I'm looking for that sweet seven dollar action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, of course. Follow and, us on uh, Spotify. Uh, sp- yeah, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on there. Um, and uh, I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. And hopefully we never see you again. Bye. Bye.